Welcome to another edition of From the Front Lines, where we discuss both the day-to-day and one-of-a-kind issues facing real estate managers. Our topic today is rent assistance. I'm here with Ted Thurn, our Director of Government Affairs, and Taryn Lewis, Director of Compliance at BH Management Services. Welcome, both of you. Thank you. Thanks, Suzanne. Uh, so let's start it off. And, and Taryn, can you just provide us of who BH Management is? Sure. Um, BH is one of the or one of the top management companies in the U.S. We are uh, the ninth largest uh, property management company um, right now. We have over 300 properties in 27 states. We're a pretty large property management company. Wow, that that is large. And can you tell us what BH has done to secure rent assistance for his residents over these past several months? Sure. Um, you know, recognizing that there was going to be a need to um, really get ahead of the programs before they were issued, um, knowing that the Consolidated Appropriations Act funds were going to be coming and then, you know, figuring that the new administration would also have uh, a rent assistance component. What we did is we created a rent assistance task force uh, within our, our company and we charged the folks on the task force with contacting um, rent assistance administrators and uh, asking them to form relationships. And we did this in early January where we introduced ourselves and we got an understanding of the program requirements. And then, as I said, we developed relationships. Um, What we also then did was we worked with rent assistance administrators and we gave them feedback on their program requirements that would um, essentially cause an owner um, uh, the ability to kind of pause and decide that maybe that rent assistance program wasn't going to work for them or their residents. And so we were able to give feedback and and some programs were actually changed because of some of the feedback that we provided. Um, We introduced our residents to the idea that the landlord would be applying on their behalf for rent assistance. and so that allowed us to build some trust with our residents so they knew you know that we were gonna we were doing this on their for their benefit um we also continued to offer payment plans to our residents that is something that we had started doing at the the onset of the pandemic but we continued to offer payment plans and we still do you know for any resident who doesn't qualify for rent assistance we also then um reminded our residents on a, on, a, on a very consistent basis of the fact that there was rent assistance out there. Because every program is so different in every state or county, uh, there are some programs that weren't allowing a, res- or a landlord to apply on behalf of the resident. And so we, um, you know, we, we, we tried to share with our residents what programs were out there and the availability so that they were constantly aware. There's things out there, go apply and we'll, we'll, we'll complete our our process as well. Um, we also then applied for assistance on behalf of our residents. And then we uh, pl- we created a one source um, place where any rent assistance program that was found by our, our task force, um, we created a, a point of contact that had to review all of the rent assistance programs and that would be me. Um, And so since January, I've reviewed over 252 rent assistance programs. And what I I was looking at was the logistics um, and their fine print to make sure, you know, what was required of the landlord if we accepted 
those funds. Not all of the 252 programs have, that I reviewed um, were from the emergency rental assistance programs. Some were uh, churches, local charities, et cetera. But um, I reviewed 252 programs to, to see how we could uh, utilize them to assist our residents. I mean, that's, that's just amazing. Um, you and your team have put in so many hours and so much work to uh, secure rental assistance uh, for your residents. So how much, how much rent assistance has BH received to date and, and how many families have you been able to assist as a result? So we started, you know, in 2020 when the, when the CARES funds were um, provided, we assisted about 2,700 families in remaining in their homes. And we received about uh, a little over $5 million in rent assistance. In 2021, just as of um, today, actually of May 14th, we have assisted just in 2021, we've, um, assisted 4,042 families in remaining in their homes. And we have received um, a little over $6.2 million in rent assistance. I, that, that's fantastic. Uh, congratulations to, to you and your team. What challenges, if any, and I, I would imagine you have encountered challenges, have you experienced when applying, applying for rental assistance? You know, one of the main or largest there, there's a lot of challenges actually, but um, one of the challenges we see is the, the, because of the eviction moratorium and the continued extensions of the moratorium, uh, there are certain residents that aren't motivated to apply or provide the necessary documentation for rent assistance um, so that they can you know, complete their applications. So that's, that's one of the challenges that we're facing right now. Another challenge is, as I mentioned at the beginning, there no two programs are alike. And so um, that's, that's been hard to kind of try to guide our, our residents in how to apply for programs, um, what the requirements are. You know, we could be in applying for a city program or we could be applying for a county program. And, and every program is so different. Um, because we are in 27 states, also just the, if you were to go in every state, there's Every program in every state is different. And so those are you know, some of the major challenges that we have um, experienced. We have, um, we're seeing where um, some of the programs are requiring that uh, landlords dismiss an eviction. Um, and they're asking us to dismiss an eviction at the onset, at the time of application submission, which makes it really difficult to, you know, submit an application when if a resident um, doesn't complete their, their portion, we're now dismissing an eviction where maybe a program should be designed that we dismiss the eviction once we're made aware that the application was approved or that we're made aware that funds are on their way instead of at the onset of the application. I think that there's some, some language that could be changed in certain uh, programs. Um, landlord requirements are different it, for every program also, so it makes um, tracking programmatic requirements a little bit different. Um, especially when a resident vacates the unit, you know, some programs will allow us to, to apply the funds to the date in which the, up through the date in which the resident moved. Some will allow us to apply the funds 
through the month in which the resident vacated the unit and some want us to return the funds um, you know if the resident's no longer in the unit so just trying to make sure that we're in compliance with all of the program uh, requirements can be a little bit uh, difficult yeah i i would imagine that it's <laughs> probably an understatement building off of your statement on the different programs and the many different programs out there and we're hearing that some are better than others mm -hmm. what rental assistance programs would you say have got it right you know i i i always tout the the program in the state of virginia that program started in 2020 and not much of that program has changed which is great, you know, some of the programs from 2020 are now very different in 2021, but Virginia's program has stayed um, fairly consistent. It's a program that they, they, they've worked really quickly. Their turnaround time is really quick. Um, it, it, the documents that are required of both the landlord and the resident are, um, are, are not so, such that, so vast that, you know, people just decide, you know, I don't wanna, to follow through with this. And then their turnaround time in providing the funds so that we can get those funds applied to that resident's account are also, they're, they're working very quickly. So I, I constantly um, commend the way that Virginia has established their rent assistance program. And then another program uh, that I've really started paying attention to is in Iowa and it's called Impact. And it's another program that has just seemed to be really helpful you know for the 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 property side but also the resident again they're not asking for tons of documentation um their their turnaround is really quickly but also their their response time is very quickly quick if you have a question you're able to reach out to them and ask questions and they respond so you know those are things that are also really important when you're um you know, when you're applying for assistance and you may have questions, but more than likely a resident may have questions. So it's really important that there's someone we can direct them to that they can actually talk to. Gotcha. Uh, well, Taryn, I, I just would like to thank you for your time and all the hard work that you have done on the behalf of your residents. Uh, this is important work you're doing uh, and it's just, you know, greatly appreciate of all the, the work you've done over these last months, I, <laughs> probably going into the thousands of hours, if not tens of thousands of hours you've put into this. So um, we, we just like to thank you for, for your time today sh to share your experiences uh, with the Rental Assistance Program. No, I'm happy to do it and I appreciate you inviting me on today. Well, thank you. Visit irem.org for more knowledge to take on real estate management's most dynamic challenges. That's www.irem.org.